Welcome to the St. John's Hoxton podcast. We are a local church in East London, here to be a beacon of hope for Hoxton. And our mission is to worship God, make disciples, share Jesus, and transform Hoxton. Good morning, everyone. Firstly, before I go on, I just want you to give a round of applause to the worship team, please. I can't ask for better songs. The entire song sums up my sermon. Good morning, church, one more time, and happy Mothering Sunday to every woman. My name is Basede, and I'm part of the St. John's team. At the beginning of this month, we began a series on the armor of God. We looked at the belt of truth, the breastplate of salvation, the shield of faith, and today we shall be looking at the helmet of salvation. We will be looking at what is a helmet? Why do we need to wear a helmet? What does a helmet have to do with salvation? How does the Bible define salvation? And lastly, several actions we can take to keep our helmet fasting and functioning. But before we continue, shall we pray? Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for this day. I want to thank you for the entrance of your word that does not only give life, but is a light to our path. Father, we ask that this day you will be the center of our heart. You are the hope of our salvation. And Father, your love keeps running after us. Never stop. And that is the assurance that we have in you. That you never leave us, nor forsake us, no matter whatever we go through. You are there. Thank you, Lord. Because today, you're going to help us to silence the lies of the devil. And to know that you are always there. Your love never dies, never stop, and you never give up on any of us. Lord, we just want to thank you for every soul seated on this chair. Because, Lord, we are going to go home filled today with hope, faith, joy, and your love. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. Um, I feel like praying for people going through challenges right now. I pray that God... You will step into this challenge. And Lord, you will make a way for them. Because your word says you make a way where there seems to be no way, not where there is no way. Father, see them through and bring them out successfully. And at the end, they shall all praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, helmet. Let me pick on someone. Jessica, what's a helmet? That's all, thank you. Well done, clap for her. <laughs> Pardon? Jessica said, a helmet is a protective gear. So according to dictionary, a helmet is any of various protective head coverings, 
usually made of a hard material to resist impact. There are different types of helmet. Sarah, name one. Well done. Maria, one. Olivet, one. Well done. <laughs> it's all on there. <laughs> Those are the type of helmet we have, and I know we have various more at the same time. But why do we need all this helmet? Wearing a helmet is important because it keeps one safe. It keeps us all safe. The majority of fatalities in accident relates related to bicycle and motorcycle are because of injuries to the head. If you were ever to be involved in a motorcycle or bicycle accident, a helmet can reduce the severity of the head injury because of the accident. While wearing a helmet does not completely prevent a head injury, it provides a cushion for the blow. Just imagine that. Wearing a helmet on your motorcycle or bicycle can also help our vision as well by providing protection from the sun's, from the sun's ray or the rain or snow. Now that we've covered what a helmet is and why we need to have a helmet on while traveling on a bicycle or a motorcycle, then what type of helmet are we going to be talking about today? Today, we will be talking about helmet people wear to war. An example one is the one the, Ro the, the Roman empires wear to war in those days. Next slide, please. I'm talking about this helmet. Can you see how lovely it is? It covers everywhere, the head. The only thing you can see is the eyes. Everywhere, nothing can enter through. Ephesians 6.17 instructs us to put on the whole hammer of God and to take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. We are in a spiritual battle filled with the devil, the world, and the flesh. We are wrestling with the devil, the world, and our flesh. When you are in a battlefield, you don't go to war recklessly, do you? No. When a soldier dresses up for battle, the helmet is the last piece of hammer to go on. It is the final act of readiness in a presentation for combat. A helmet is vital for survival, protecting the brain, which is the head, which is the command station for the rest of the body. If the head is badly damaged, trust me, the rest of the armor would be of little use. Now, what does a helmet have to do with salvation? A helmet protects a soldier, as we once read or knew, against damaging and deadly blows to the head. Spiritually speaking, the helmet of salvation 
provides us hope and protects our mind against anything that would disorient or destroy us, such as discouragement, deceit, and all of satanic lies. In the first where Ian read for us, it says, but let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God did not disappoint us to rot. He did not appoint us to run, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. So what is salvation then? Salvation simply means to be saved, receiving deliverance, to be saved, receiving deliverance. Deliverance from what then? Deliverance from the penalty of sin. The Bible says we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. I want you to notice what Paul said about what we are saved from and what we are saved by. Romans 8, chapter 5, from verse 8 to 10 says, But God demonstrated his own love towards us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Notice that. While we were yet sinners, that's what we're saved from. But how are we saved? Much more than having now been justified by his blood. We shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, how much more? Having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. We, are saved, we were saved from sin by the blood of Jesus Christ. The assurance of salvation is our impenetrable defense against anything the enemy throws at us. Our salvation is vital. It's important. Jesus said, do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. The idea in this verse is that as we prepare for Satan's attack, we must grab that helmet and buckle it on tightly. Salvation is not limited in a one-time act of the past or a future act. It is God's ongoing internal state that we have as his children, what we need or what we get to enjoy through the death of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is a daily protection and deliverance from our sin, from our sinful nature and satanic schemes. Because of the power of the cross, our enemy no longer has any hold on us. For the death Christ died, he died to sin once and for all. But the life he lived, he lives in God. And because he lives to die no more, we have that life as well. The devil knows that most of God's children do not know this. So he tells us so many things, 
through our minds. Or at least they do not live as if they knew. Some of us will live as if we do not know how much Jesus has done for us. We must learn to keep our helmets buckled so that his fiery missiles do not lodge in our thoughts and set us on fire. It's very risky. When you give the devil one inch, he goes ten inches. Through the helmet of salvation, we can destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. The helmet of salvation gives hope. That's why I said clap for the worshipers. They summed up my message. The helmet of salvation gives hope. It keeps our hope alive. The author of the book of Hebrew compares hope to an anchor, giving us the stability and the ability to weather worst situation. In Hebrew 6, 17 to 19, says, Thus God determined to show more abundantly to the heirs of promise the immutable of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath that by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we might have strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold of hope set before us. This hope we have as anchor of our soul, both sure and steadfast, which enters the presence behind the veil. What it simply means is the hope of God keeps you alive. The hope of God keeps you going. The hope of God keeps you in his presence. When we were giving the definition of what a helmet is, we talked about it being a head protective gear, but it also protects our vision. The helmet also protects the eyes of the soldier, enabling him to maintain physical vision. Likewise, spiritual vision allows us to fix our eyes on the goal of God for our lives, pressing forward without distraction or detours. There are several actions a believer can take to keep their helmet fastened. How? One, renewing our mind with the word of God. This is very important because our mind is the battlefield. The outcome of those battles determine the course of your life. Who are you giving up to? What voice are you following? Discouragement or hope in the midst of storm? In this verse, Paul instructs us to renew our mind by allowing the truth of God's word to wipe out anything contrary to it. It says, therefore, in Romans 12, 1, 2, it says, therefore, I think we, we read it. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your body as a living sacrifice. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, 
but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. Do not be conformed, but be transformed by what you read, what you watch, what you listen to, who you interfere with. We must always allow God's truth to continually wash away the worldly filth, lies, corruption, and confusion from our mind and adopt God's perspective. Number two, rejecting doubts that arise from circumstances. As human beings, we are sensory creatures. What we cannot fatten with our five senses, we tend to disregard. If we allow them, if we allow circumstances to discourage us, it could actually convince us and say, God doesn't love you or God doesn't care for you. That's why all these things are happening to you. But it's all a lie. God cares for every human being he creates including the plants, including even the little ants. With the element of salvation firmly in place, we can choose to believe what appears to be impossible. You can choose to believe. It is simply called faith. In Hebrew 11 verse 6, it says, And without faith, it is impossible, impossible to please him. For whoever will draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Faith is vital in working with God. Faith is vital in keeping our salvation on. Faith keeps us going. Even when things look impossible, even when things look shattered, even when you can make sense of situation, faith keeps you going. Number three, keeping on an internal perspective. When life crashes around us, we must remember to look up. Our salvation is the most precious gift we have received through the death of our Lord Jesus Christ. Keeping our eyes on, on that can help us weather life storm. Our salvation is priceless. Our salvation is what makes the assurance of God in our life visible to people. That's what differentiates us from everyone. Number four, remembering that victory is already accomplished. Victory is already won. You don't need to do anything to win. Just to rely on his word, trusting his word. When we consider ourselves dead to sin, but alive to God, we eliminate many of the opportunities Satan used to entrap us. Choosing sin will no longer be an option. But Jesus will be our main focus. Number five, finding all our hope in him. 
the psalmist say in Psalm 75, 25, Whom have I in heaven but you? Beside you I desire nothing on earth. Our helmet is most effective when we treasure what it represents. What does it represent to you? In conclusion, the salvation Jesus purchased for us cannot share the place of importance in our heart with earthly things. When pleasing God is, supreme, is our supreme delight, this helps us to eliminate many Satan's lure and render his evil suggestion powerless. As we put on the helmet of salvation every day, every second, every minute of our life, our mind, our minds are protected, just as Jessica said. Become more insulated against suggestions, desires, and traps of the enemy. But I am going to leave you with this verse. In Philippians 4.8, it says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. In doing this, as the Bible has said, our salvation is our protective helmet. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for your word. We want to thank you for your salvation, Lord Jesus. We want to thank you because we do not merit it, but your love did it all. Father, we ask that you will protect our thoughts every day of our life. Father, we ask for renewal of mind, Lord Jesus. Father, when faced with tough decision or situation, help us to look unto you in everything we do. And we want to thank you, Lord Jesus, for the assurance of our past justification and redemption of your blood. Thank you for loving us as we are. And we pray that your word will wash us, sanctify our mind daily, Lord Jesus. The Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. Lord, we ask for the mind of Christ daily, all the days of our life, to keep our faith, our hope, and our salvation fully on you. Amen. Thanks for listening to the St. John's Hoxton podcast. New talks will be uploaded every week from all of our services. And do check out our website, stjohnshoxton.org.uk, for more information.